seems like winter's keeping us on our toes this year. After an unusually warm and rainy January, those of us in the central and southern part of the state woke up to as much as seven inches of fresh snow this morning. It's the biggest snowfall of the weirdly wimpy winter so far. For many of us, the snow is a welcome sight, including for Kathy Kukella and her dog Bert in Minneapolis. This is our first walk out. Uh, (laughs) He's remembering snow. And I'm just delighted at the bright sunshine and the blue sky and the powdery white snow. NPR meteorologist Sven Sundgaard is here to talk about the snow and what we can expect going into the weekend. That wasn't a bad Valentine's Day snowstorm at all. No, it was kind of nice. You know, it forced everybody to stay home with their Valentine maybe and... (laughs) Enjoy a little quality time. We haven't had these snowed in uh, nights yet this winter. Pretty incredible out there. And, you know, while I know a lot of people like to complain about winter, I think most people, it seems like, actually are enjoying it because we really were overdue for this. Yeah, I think you're right. So who got what? Yeah, we got uh, almost seven inches, 6.9 at MSP, 7.2 in Victoria, uh, just over a half foot in White Bear Lake. Now, as you went north and south of the Twin Cities in that line that continued uh, up to the west in South Dakota, it was less, three inches in Mankato. Uh, Waite Park, uh, just outside St. Cloud, had two and a half and just under a couple inches in Rochester. But it broke a 74-year-old record for Valentine's Day snowfall. So that back in 1950, we broke it by a half inch. Biggest snowfall since last spring, March 31st to April 1st. We had eight and a half inches of snow then. And then you might remember a week and a half later, we had that string of 80s to almost 90 degree temperatures. Talk Mm -hmm. about a weird year last year, too. And then up to this point, we only had 7.3 inches of snow for the season. So we nearly doubled our seasonal snowfall just in this one storm. But we are still, Kathy, more than a foot and a half behind for seasonal snowfall. 20.2 inches behind at MSP. And Duluth is still more than 40 inches behind. Northern Minnesota, it's worth noting, got nothing out of this system. Okay, so it's one system, right? I mean, uh, and it's been really warm this winter. What are the chances of seeing more snow? Well, I'm sure we will see some more snow, but will we see another storm? That's hard to say. You know, March can always throw something at us. And, you know, a lot of people may be wondering, well, why did we finally get it now? What's been going on this winter? And, of course, it's been very mild, but it's really been more of a luck of the draw thing. There has been some snowfalls to the north way below normal. But we also had a lot of snow to the south. People might remember when we had that week of cold weather, places like Kansas, uh, Missouri had quite a bit of snowfall, and we just happened to miss out that. So we finally just were in the storm track for a brief period. There's no more snow in sight, unfortunately, for the next seven to 10 days. In fact, we're looking at above normal temperatures returning probably near 40 by Sunday and into the 40s next week. In fact, one of our models, the European model next week has us 50 degrees on Wednesday. So if you enjoy the snow, Get out there and enjoy it these next couple days. Oh, it's likely to melt. Oh, shoot. All right. So let's talk a little bit about here about February warmth. Um, Gosh, Mm -hmm. we're almost halfway through. Oh, my goodness. And it's a long month, too. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we've been averaging eight... Yeah, 18 to, oh yeah, sorry. Well, it's one day longer though this year, the leap year. That's true. 18 to 19 degrees above normal for the Twin Cities so far. So we're gonna have kind of a couple days of a correction uh, today and tomorrow, a little cooler. But, you know, the number one spot for February is 1998, which was also a super El Nino year. And it looks as though we could very well beat that when we plug in the forecast numbers for the rest of the month. So uh, despite this little hiccup of some snow and two days of cooler weather, this has been a really off the charts February. Wow. All right. So you mentioned that this snow is likely going to melt. So this more Mm -hmm. of this super warm weather coming in. Uh, I'm wondering briefly, though, for folks who are going to talk about this, 
Uh, Friday, it'll be uh, colder. So folks heading out to the World mm-hmm. Cup ski race this weekend might expect what? Yeah, it'll be colder, but not crazy cold where you can't get out and enjoy it. Just sort of that normal cold you'd expect in February. Highs mostly in the 20s to 30s on Saturday. Should have sunshine. Looks like a great weekend tonight. It'll be cold, though. Sub-zero northern Minnesota. Sub-zero wind chills for most of the state early tomorrow. All right. Sven, thanks. You're very welcome, Kathy. That is Sven Sungard, our meteorologist. By the way, you can always stay up to date with what Sven's forecasts are talking about and what's happening in the weather by going to the Updraft blog at nprnews.org. Okay, there are many happy Minnesotans who are snow lovers, and that includes the legions of cross-country ski fans, not to mention the organizers of the Cross-Country Skiing World Cup this weekend that I mentioned. It's the first time in 23 years the circuit has included a U.S. competition. Anticipation is very high after the pandemic canceled the first race back in 2020. The organizers of this year's Lopet Cup have been working around the clock to put on an event that, that until now, well, didn't have any natural snow. The executive director of the Lopet Foundation, Claire Wilson, is joining us ahead of this weekend's race. Claire, thanks for taking the time. I'm sure you're busy. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Well, you woke up this morning, you saw the snow on the ground, and you said... It's magic. The, someone loves the Lopet, is what we said. It's just, it's thrilling to have it come now. So what does it mean for you? I mean, is it just a big relief? Is it more work? How do you look at this? It's a little bit of both. I mean, on one hand, it is so beautiful. And now Theodore Worth Park looks as lovely as it could um, you could imagine in the winter. I, Jesse Diggins just skied by. It is beautiful. Obviously, it's a little more work for us in terms of preparing for the spectators and snow removal, which suddenly we all forgot how to do. <laughs> but, you know, having planned a snow-based event for a solid year with no snow up until this very moment, it's just, it's joyful. Now, you had a track of artificial snow already in place. Is that right? That's correct. We were prepared to hold the race, um, and regardless of whether or not we received the snowfall. Okay. So um, you have this artificial snow base and now some natural snow on, on top. D- does that make a difference in terms of how skiers might navigate the course? Well, you know, the skiers are out on it right now, and it does. It certainly has maybe for the time being slowed it down a bit. But once the snow gets mixed in there with the snow base that was already there, it is going to be a beautiful surface for the skiers on Saturday and Sunday. So it sounds like you might be out of the danger zone or, well, as Sven said, it's going to get warmer here, but it sounds like you might have some time. <laughs> oh, there is nothing Mother Nature could throw at us now that we cannot handle. <laughs> we are so ready for this race. There are, you know, thousands and thousands of people pouring into the cities right now for it. And um, Mother Nature can, can, anything can happen now. We are ready. How many people are you expecting to show up to watch? How many thousands? Well, we have over, we're expecting over 35,000 people over the course of the weekend. Wow. Okay. So that's why this was, this is a really, really big deal. Um, And how many competitors? I should know this, but I don't. This is a huge deal. So we have 180 competitors from 21 different nations. The world's best skiers are skiing in our public park right now in Minneapolis. Tell me about the prep leading up to this. I mean, obviously, I can hear in your voice, you're, you're obviously very excited and pretty relieved. But what has it been like leading up to this moment? 
You know, Kathy, it's been incredible. We have had, we are a small nonprofit putting on an international event in a year where it did not snow. So it was literally hundreds of volunteers and staff together preserving this trail of snow through that intense warm up. So that included people, you know, us us asking people to stay off the trails. It included loading in snow from other areas. It included blanketing the snow to save it. So really, it has been a year of prep with a solid three months of intense work to save our snow. Uh, Looking back on everything that has happened, uh, would you do it again? For this moment right now, to see these skiers skiing on this course where typically we have our school kids from North Minneapolis, all of our rec skiers, all the legions who've learned to ski at Theodore Worth, and these world-class skiers skiing on our world-class ski trails, we, we couldn't be prouder and more excited. Every inch of work was worth it. By the way, Claire, are you a skier? I am a skier, yes. You plan on getting out yet today or tomorrow? <laughs> Oh, I sure hope so. We're reserving it for the athletes, but I'm hoping they'll let me sneak on for just a minute. Because you haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to really do any skiing this this winter, that's for certain. Oh my gosh, yes. All of us have been bereft just missing the, you know, missing the sport we love and the snow we love. And so I think there were a lot of tears here today. I think just the relief that is actually happening the magic that the snow brings us all. And we just wanted to welcome people to snowy Minneapolis. And um, I guess the universe wanted that too. Claire Wilson, best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. See you on the trails. Claire Wilson is the executive director of the Lopet Foundation. And of course, she was talking about Jesse Diggins, Afton's own Jesse Diggins. She's in town and she's going to be competing we're going to talk with Jess after the race weekend. Tune in Monday at noon to hear how Jesse Diggins felt about her homecoming and the race.